today on BYU Sports Nation. This 24 has checked in. Frank Bartley, the fourth, and with the lay-in, there it is. Tyler Hawes, the all-time leading scorer in BYU history. Amen to that, brother. Tyler Hawes joins us live from the Northwest. We'll throw in a dash of Velo as well. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. The dress is white and gold, people. (laughs) Or maybe it's black and blue? I think it's it's blue and white. That makes more sense to me, blue and white. BYU wins always. BYU Sports Station live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, February 27th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up for the first time in a while with part-time businessman and full-time sports dude, Brian Logan. That's right. That's right. I'm, tr- I'm trying to transition to a full-time sports, though, because all I care about is sports. I mean, my wife and my family and you, Spencer, but sports, 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 sports. You know, I'm trying. There is so. a clamoring for more below. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there? I say clamoring a lot on this show. Yeah, you know, we just gotta uh, <laughs> just uh, extend the desk a little bit, make a third, you know, extend the show time, maybe go an hour and a half, two hours, and then add a third host. Brian, stop no, talking. Not saying it's, it's me specifically, <laughs> but you know, maybe that might help. What a Thursday for BYU athletics. Tyler Hawes breaks the all-time scoring record. Nice. Tyler, well done. Yeah. I need to put the blue goggles on just for that. I'll put the I'll put you know the, the big one, the big blue yeah, ones the blue, on. Whatever, you know. It's, you got the lights though. Friday, I need the lights man. on mine. You wear the lights ones? No, no, you got it, you got it. Right, I, I, I steal them from you when you're not looking. Listen to this, Eric Reveno, the head coach at Portland. Okay, I should take the blue goggles off for this. This is really cool. <laughs> okay, and and not really that funny, just awesome. Eric Reveno, according to Dave Rose's daughter, uh, went over to the scores table as soon as the game ended after they, you know. They were shaking hands and whatnot. Grabs the game ball and delivers it personally to Marty Haas because he wants Tyler and his family to have that ball. What That's a, the opposing head coach. What a gentleman. Dude, he's the best, What a man. gentleman's gentleman right there. Class act right there. He's the guy. Dave Rose wanted everybody to know about it. So he's like, hey, get on Facebook and Twitter and tell all your friends about this because I want everyone to know what Eric Reveno did for Tyler. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's amazing, man. I mean, to, to go and make sure that you have something special. You only break records one time, right? Yeah, Rev, Rev is the best, man. BYU wins out Portland plus 29 in points in the second half. It's called the boot stomp. Taysom Hill was back in a football <laughs> uniform yesterday, Brian, and people ate it up. Oh, man. They went, they went nuts. That's, that's all I kept seeing was just Taysom Hill everywhere, 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 everywhere. But, uh, I mean, it is exciting to see that, you know, he, you kind of get a sense that, oh, he – He's somewhat healthy, right? He's, he's going to play. I'll be excited. The best player in the universe is coming back. It just looks right. I mean, when the first time he runs out that tunnel next season, oh, yes. Dude, I'm getting goosebumps Jay right Swaggy, now, Jay Swaggy, I know. I'm ready to put this helmet on right now. It's, it's outstanding. probably can't fit me, but. The conversation live and well 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, welcome wherever you may be. Started off with our Twitter question. You want to read the Twitter question, Brian? Um, no, I don't know how to read. What? <laughs> Just do it. I don't want to. Okay, fine. Uh, what does BYU need to do to beat Gonzaga tomorrow? That was just fine. See, that was, that was performed excellently. I just said excellently. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word. I'm going to use that. <laughs> At Jones AP5. 
Kyle dishes to Kafusi. Oh, mm. Kafusi throws it down over Karnowski. Halford for three. Got it again. Yeah, you're going to need to hear a lot of that tomorrow if BYU has any hopes of beating the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Okay, right. listen, they. The funny thing is, BYU lost by seven the first time, but that game was two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, a completely different team now, right? How do you I mean, gauge? Different, different experience. I mean, I don't know, man. It, it, I, don't, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, what I do know, though, is that they can ride this momentum, right? One five straight. That's, that, that, I think, is the upside is, hey, you know, we, we've had some, some struggles. Uh, we've, we finally got some, some pieces that we think are going to be solid. And, hey, let's continue to ride this wave, homies. How does BYU beat Gonzaga tomorrow? We've already got a couple of tweets in, score more points. Okay, yes, yeah. we know. We want your game plan about how BYU does score more points than Gonzaga. We're going to ask the play-by-play voice of the Zags, Tom Hudson. We'll also uh, ask Tyler Hawes, who will join us on BYU Sports Nation in just a few moments. Here are your headlines. What else is going on across BYU Sports Nation today? The new record holder, Tyler Hawes, and BYU won by 13. That's five straight wins a season long. Kyle Collinsworth, ho-hum. Four rebounds mm. shy of a triple-double. Mm. Skylar Halford, 7 for 10, 19 points. BYU mm. women's basketball, they survive against Portland, 65-63. Morgan Bailey, ho-hum, 15th <laughs> double-double. She's 15. You know, she's probably the conference player of the year, seriously. She had a major role in that ladies' win. And fourth-ranked BYU men's volleyball hosting number 13 Ball State tonight and tomorrow, both games Matches, rather, will be live on BYU TV, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain Time. Rise and shout. You feel like a brand? It's top of what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Simply awesome. Well, I was happy for him. I, th- I think that uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was an interesting feel to the game. I, I almost felt like... We should call timeout and just everybody take a breath and say, okay, that thing's done. But I'm really happy for him and his family. Dave Rose on how he felt the moment Tyler Haas passed Jimmer Fredette's all-time scoring record. Jimmer Fredette texted Tyler Haas last night congratulating him. It's Jimmer's birthday week, and he had both of his high school and BYU all-time scoring records oh, broken. Sad. <laughs> sad. You, and, and you're getting older, right? Because your birthday, it's, yeah. you want to celebrate life, but you're like, What's oh, happy I'm, get, about I'm getting this? older. Yeah, it's, man, that's a tough one. That's and we a tough love week. Jimmer. He's class act, and uh, he showed it by uh, his message to Tyler last night. Haas becomes the all-time scoring leader in BYU basketball history, passing Jimmer Fredette at 25.99. I think Tyler, with his... 21 last night is now at 26-14. Uh, yeah, and fittingly, on a night where BYU was impressive in Portland, 82-69, they did something that I haven't seen a ton this year. They were in a close game. They finished strong, answered every Portland run. Brian, they were down by eight at halftime. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought I thought they had us in, in, in the, the first half. Um, you know, they, they, they weren't defeated, but, uh, you know, they were struggling, man. I was scared. I was nervous. I was like, what the heck? What's going on? Uh, but for them to come out and, and just have a whole change of attitude, uh, I mean, they were beast animals. They were dogs Yeah, BYU attacking. had a different intensity level after halftime, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> but, see, I think, I think for, for a fan, uh, and I can speak just as an athlete, 
you know, it, it really does have to do with just an attitude, right, and a mentality. I mean, we talk about uh, Kyle Collinsworth just having that look in his eye like, man, ain't, ain't, it's not going down BYU tonight. BYU is not it's losing. On, no, we're not losing. This is on me. Let's let's go get it, fellas. And so I think I think if you just have that hungry mentality, that attitude, you know, you'll be fine. You you will be, and, and I think that is probably seventy five percent of the of the battle right there. Right is 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 your mentality that I don't care if they're bigger, faster, stronger. I'm about to win this game. BYU's previous uh, comeback in terms of deficit at halftime, like high, was one point. They they were down by one at a previous game at halftime, and and won that game. This by far exceeds that. They down eight on the road at Portland. And they just go gangbusters in the second half. 82-69, finishing strong. In supporting roles, Skylar Halford scored 19 on 7 of 10 shooting. Kyle Collins with 15, 11 assists, 6 rebounds. But the spotlight belongs to Tyler Hawes. 21 points, 7 rebounds. And Tyler Hawes joining BYU Sports Nation now live from the Northwest. Tyler, good to have you on, man. How you feeling? Thanks. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling good this morning. What do you yeah, f- everything's good. Uh, well, naturally. What What do you feel now that you've passed the record? Is it more happiness or relief, or, or what are the emotions right now? Um, pro- probably more relief. I've been hearing about that record for a long time. So. <laughs> Sorry about that, dude. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's It's kind of nice to have it in the rear view, but um, you know, it it was it was a fun night last night. It felt like a home game. I mean, we had. So many BOU fans out there supporting, and it was it was a special night. And then to come back and um, figure figure a way, figure out a way to 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 win that game, you know, after being down eight or nine points was was a pretty. Tyler, how was uh, the the fans and and their reaction when when you scored? Did you? I mean, obviously you scored, and you know you heard the cheers and and, and the crowd. Um, but how was that moment to to know that you were able to to break the record away, but still have that support from the fans? Oh, it was it was a beautiful thing. I mean, I think they cheered for for three or four minutes. Everyone was on their feet, and yeah, it just it felt like a home game. I mean, the, the fans there made it a, a pretty special deal, and uh, it's the night I, I I won't forget for long. Tyler Hawes with us on BYU Sports Nation, joining us live from the Northwest, the new all-time scoring leader in BYU basketball history. We just talked about Eric Reveno. We heard that he secured the game ball and made sure that he got it to your dad so that you could have that. What did that mean to you to have Eric Reveno, the opposing coach, go and do something like that? It was um, He, you know, after the line, after the game, everyone and just related me, and, um, and I, I just—it was a classic. Okay, Tyler, we're uh, we're cutting out a little bit. We're going to reconnect with you, so stay with us. We'll call you back and reconnect because we want to. We have so much more to talk to you about. But uh, and we'll go back to that Eric Reveno question because we want to get your reaction on that. Uh, Tyler Hawes with us on BYU Sports Nation. We'll just reconnect in a moment. BYU wins by thirteen. He sets the record. And I love that he said it was like a home, like a home game. game. You know, that's something that I think all BYU athletes really appreciate is that wherever they go, or, you know, wherever, it doesn't really matter, you're going to have that, that fan support, uh, you know, because the, the, the church is, is you know, all over the world, right, uh, quite frankly. And so to be able to travel anywhere, you, you know that you'll have some of that support. And um, 
it's always fun, man, when you go to, to certain venues and maybe the home team, the home crowd doesn't support their team too much. And so it's fun to kind of make fun of the, 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 your, the opposing team and say, hey, man, you know, we have Who more. Who else enjoys that, we, though? We have more fans than you. Why are you talking mess right what now? What other school <laughs> enjoys that? It is so no, you, unique to BYU. You can't. You can't. Portland, you know, is not going to come here and have a whole bunch of Portland fans. It's just not going to happen. You know, and, and there were so many times I remember playing against Tulane uh, in New Orleans and having way more BYU fans. And it was a home game. You got juice. I mean, man, it was a great experience going to the firesides as well. You know, having people just lined up outside of the building just trying to talk to you. And you're like, wow, I'm, I'm you know, miles and miles away to get this support. It's good. And, it, and I think it does help out with your confidence. Uh, you know, crowd plays a huge momentum, uh, plays, plays into a, a factor when it comes to momentum, right? You make a bad shot and, and the crowd is like, ah, yeah, and then can, maybe it could get worse and worse and worse. But if it's the other way around, if you have that crowd support, man, you continue to elevate your game. So uh, I, I think the, the crowd really helped the, the Cougars, uh, you know, feed off of that momentum um, and, and allow them to continue to put the boot on the throat, like you said. Tyler Haas joining us once again from the Northwest. We figured out this technology bug. Sorry about that, Tyler, and welcome for the no. second time. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sorry about that. All good. Okay, you were telling us about uh, the moment Eric Reveno secured the ball and gave it to your dad, Marty, and uh, we wanted to know what you felt about that. I guess it was just a really classy act. I mean, we, we had, their team had just lost, you know, at home, and to be able to see beyond all of it um, is, is a pretty cool deal, and um, you know, just on his part. Uh, Tyler, so Jerem is probably going to ask you to, uh, uh, <laughs> for us to have that ball so you can put it on the set, <laughs> replace this one. Say no. Uh, yes, please say no. <laughs> please say no. Tell him I said <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. Jerem's been asking about all sorts of other stuff. Like, can he get a shoe or a sock or, you know, Wristband. a jersey or something. Listen, you keep what you want. <laughs> okay? <laughs> we don't we don't All want right. we don't want to take anything away from that you want to keep. You were plus 29 as a team in the second half. I heard the halftime locker room was, well, animated. What happened in there to change things for you guys coming out of halftime? Um, coach was pretty fired up. I mean, there was <laughs> he he did not like what what happened in the first half and but, I mean, it got us going. It, everyone was, you know, re- resolved to to fix it the second half, and we figured it out. And um, I think it, it all starts for us on the defensive end, getting stops and rebounds, um, just finding a way to get on those 50-50 balls. And uh, we got out in transition, and uh, it was it made for a fun game and a, a fun comeback. You've now – go ahead, Brian. You've now okay. won five in a row, Tyler. What kind of confidence do you have now moving towards Gonzaga that you've kind of found this this swagger that you haven't had for much of the season? <laughs> I know. No, I think we're peaking at the right time. Um, everyone's playing well right now. And uh, I think we, we found what makes us good. And, and when we rebound the ball, uh, we beat teams. And so... Um, that's kind of our focus right now, and we're headed into a big game, really talented team. Um, but everyone's confident, and everyone, everyone's hungry for that next win. And so uh, let's go see what happens. Tyler, I saw a, a tweet from Jimmer Fredette uh, just congratulating you on breaking the record. Um, have you had a chance to, to talk to Jimmer about that? 
Uh, I, I haven't talked to him yet. Um, you know, I've seen the tweet and everything, but uh, I'm sure he'll reach out at some point. He's pretty busy, too, with everything he's doing right now. When you talk to him, are you going to rub it in? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. And, uh, Knowing Jimmer's a Jimmer's a good friend, so yeah, maybe a little bit. That way, yeah, that's, yeah okay. see, that's why you can do it, because you guys are good friends. There can be some friendly mm-hmm. banter. Uh, you haven't played Gonzaga in two months. How is your team different than you were all the way back on December 27th? We, we've made huge strides in many different areas. And I feel like our, you know, every, everyone on our team is um, giving contributions. And, so, uh, and, I, and I think we're better on the defensive end. Um, that, that's what's kind of fueling this, this uh you know, five game win streak, and so we got to just continue to build on on what we're doing and um, and stay hungry. What was the best part about your night last night? Oh, uh, well, just first that that we won the game. I think it would have been hard if we would have would have broke the record and we would have lost. You know, but um, just to to win and and be there with my family and all my teammates and. Uh, all those BYU fans, it, it was a pretty special night, and um, you know I, I won't forget something like that. So, looking forward to Gonzaga. Uh, what do you think that you guys have to do to to come away with the W? Um, well, we gotta we gotta have a presence inside. Uh, they they got some really tough big guys and. Um, but they they got guards that can really shoot it on the perimeter, and so uh, it starts it starts on defense. It starts with getting um, clean stops and clean rebounds so that we can get out in transition. And um, but we got to just continue to share the ball and, and play the way that we're playing. Uh, everyone's playing with a lot of confidence, and um, you know we're we're hungry to to keep winning. What's the best part about playing in the kennel? Oh gosh, uh, just probably how loud and crazy it is. I mean, their fans are literally just right there next <laughs> to you, and they're they're yelling all sorts of stuff. I mean, it, it's it's kind of like playing up at the Spectrum at Utah State. I mean, the fans have all sorts of signs, and they're yelling all sorts. They know all sorts of the stuff about your personal life, and, <laughs> but it it'll it'll be fun. Tyler, we wish you congratulations again and good luck against Gonzaga. Will you just do me one favor, just one time, I want you to say, I'm the man. Uh, I'm the man. Yes! Yes! You the man. You You are the man, Tyler. Congratulations, uh, my friend. Thanks, guys. appreciate it. All right. We'll see you tomorrow in uh, Spokane. Okay, cool. Tyler Hawes with us live from the Northwest, the all-time scoring leader in BYU basketball history. The man right there. I didn't think he would do it, but the he did man. it. He yes. Did. <laughs> he's, so, he's so humble, man. It's funny to, to, uh, for him to say that, you know, uh, and, and to force it, right? And I think there's times like this where you can be confident and have that swag. And you're like, you know what? I, I worked hard for this. I am the man. What does BYU need to do to beat Gonzaga tomorrow? Tyler says have an inside presence. Jerem Jordan is in the Northwest to watch Tyler on this road trip and soak in the atmosphere. Why he said the scene was unreal. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. 
and join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Brian, if you don't have any plans tonight, you do now. Fourth-ranked BYU men's volleyball hosting number 13 Ball State tonight, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain on BYU TV. Can you uh, give me some tickets for that? I'll hook it up, dude. All right. I'm there, man. I need like five, though. I got some friends <laughs> coming in town. I got my son. So let's do it. You're kind of high maintenance, dude. I am. I'm sorry. That's I'm, all I'm good. sorry, man. For you, because I love you, man. Oh, thank you. Appreciate I will make that. it happen. Twitter question today. What does BYU need to do to beat Gonzaga tomorrow other than score more points than the Zags? Tweet in from at Price Tyson, 97530. He says, BYU needs to score 80 plus, get less than seven turnovers and have a bunch of steals, blocks, rebounds, have less than seven turnovers, seven turnovers. and scoring 80 at that pace. That's a mm, lot to ask, that is, but that is a lot. maybe that's what it takes. Maybe I don't know. Formula. Maybe. I don't know. Rebounds would be key. BYU was undefeated when they out-rebound opponents this season, 18-0. They were out-rebounded mm. last night by Portland, but they won that game. They also were out-rebounded by Portland the first time and won that game. Yeah, I think Key, Tyler just told us, look, we figured out what makes us good. Rebounding. Yep, rebounding. Stats don't lie, numbers don't lie. Said it. BYU out-rebound the Zags. For me, that's it. Yeah. Out-rebound the Zags. I think BYU wins that game. That's a tall task. Karnowski, Sabonis, Wilcher. It's going to be tough. Hunger. <laughs> Hunger games. You got to be hungry for that ball. Eat a Snickers, BYU. <laughs> All of you. Joining us now from the Northwest a man you may have heard of, a man who is now trying to get something really special from Tyler Hawes to commemorate the night, Jerem Jordan. Jerem, what's up, man? What is up, my brothers? Hey, have you gotten anything from Tyler? We didn't ask him, but did you get anything from him? No, I, I've been watching the show. I, I heard you throw me under the bus. <laughs> uh, so, right after I talked to Tyler uh, in the hallway, which, by the way, was quite the event because there were literally like 200 Cougar fans that stayed after the game. We're on that in a moment. It was so loud. We're trying to interview Tyler, Dave Rose, Skyler Hubbard, Cougar fans in the hallway. He'd raise his hand. Ah! Total, total power, like Mr. Bean on that Christmas special. Total power. <laughs> so I asked him after I said, dude, don't forget, because I talked a week ago with Tyler about this. We need shoes or socks or underwear, whatever, man. <laughs> we need something from this game. So I talked to Marty Haas, and I said, you need to get everything on him in a bag and control where this goes, and, and of course, what we get. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll hook you up. It needs so to go to Legacy Hall. From the yeah. game, from Tyler. Okay. Good work, my friend. I'm glad you got there. We'll uh, talk but about you. The reason your... I got here was to get, like, socks or something. Yes. Your adventure up there was, was entertaining, and I'll ask you about that in so a you second. So you should have stole something, man. I mean, if you went that far, you know, you flew, you flew put so much time, energy, and effort, man. You probably, How do you, you know I just... didn't? Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, we'll talk about that offline. Okay. Hashtag klepto Jerem. <laughs> All right. Jerem, uh, what was the reception reaction like in the venue the moment Tyler scored the record-breaking points? Very cool. And I tweeted uh, a video, uh, put it on YouTube from my perspective, kind of on the concourse opposite the BYU, uh, Kitty Corner opposite high the BYU bench. A standing ovation from the crowd 65% BYU, in my opinion, for the entire defensive possession. A banner was unfurled, as High on a Mountaintop said, <laughs> prophesying Tyler's passing Jimmer, uh, him five, uh, congratulating Jimmer that uh, the Rock and BYU Athletic Marketing had prepared, which was nicely done. P. Norton and uh, Garrett Rose involved in that. And that crowd knew what was going on. I saw a ton of signs 
There was a ton of reception for BYU basketball. BYU Sports Nation got huge love. It was amazing. Those fans were really good. And I tweeted this out last night. If Tyler couldn't break the record in, Port- in Provo, Portland was the next best place because Cougar fans in the Northwest are fantastic. Nice. Jerem, how much of a factor do you think uh, those fans played last night? I mean, I, t- I talked about it with, with Tyler and um, how fans uh, can help just with the momentum swing of the game. But uh, like you said, it looked like there were a lot more fans, uh, BYU fans than Portland fans. There were moments where I think the crowd gave BYU a huge lift. And let's be honest, there's, what, 357 or something left in the game? It's a two-point game. BYU had led by nine. It looked like BYU was going to go on a run and win the game. Then BYU goes on a 13-0 run. BYU made plays. If it's played in an empty gym, I think BYU still wins that game. But because BYU has that crowd, they go plus 21 in the second half. I mean, that could have been plus 10, and it might have been a close game. Who knows? But that crowd certainly had an influence on the game. What was the best thing you saw last night? And I'm guessing it might be the Jake Toulson shimmy after a layup by Tyler Haas. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, best thing, I was told about this uh, after by Dalton Nixon and Jake Toulson. There was a BYU fan that came over to the railing up high and yelled down at Jake Toulson, Hey, Toulson, where'd you dance? And then, he ch- and then he did his own Toulson jig and then, like, <laughs> pointed over his head, like, like, curled his hands over and pointed at Jake like, your turn. And then Jake just laughed. He's like, I can't do it right now. I'm in the game. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, we want, we want to see more of Jake Toulson dance because generally when he does, good things are happening for BYU basketball. You mentioned the power of BYU Sports Nation alive and well in the Northwest Apparently it was enough to overcome some West Coast Conference officiating, was it not? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know if you're referring to the tweet by uh, <laughs> at WCC officials um, who said something to the degree of, hopefully you, we don't meet each other in a dark back alley in Spokane, to which I responded, <laughs> bring it. Um, that is an unofficial account, I should add. But anyways, I, I'm waiting in Spokane for a, a vicious street fight. There was a moment yesterday where you were stuck in the Salt Lake City airport, and I had, like, serious anxiety about this because I knew how much you wanted to be there. Your flight was delayed, and you had to go through some extreme measures to get to Portland on time. Tell us the story of your emotions as you went throughout the day. Uh, yeah, it was wild. Uh, had a delay on my initial flight, and then my connecting flight um, was delayed beyond, you know, game time. And so, uh, you know, it just forked out a little more to make it happen. And uh, one Spencer Linton gave me the motivation that I needed to uh, make the move. Totally worth it. The, uh, the game was fantastic. All the BYU fans there were amazing. Uh, seeing that record broken was unbelievable. So, yeah, ab- absolutely worth it. My, my, uh, my wallet hates Spencer Linton, but my heart <laughs> loves Spencer Linton. It was worth it! That's what Bob's it, are it for. It was worth it. You were, you were right. I was, all, I was super bummed and then uh, made the switch. J- Jerem, so Spencer gave you a, a nice uh, motivational speak. You got back on, on, on focus mode and, and able to make it. Uh, we heard the same thing with, with, with the BYU coaches during halftime. Did you, were you able to hear anything or um, you know, just get a, a sense of that, hey, maybe these, these kids got yelled at for their poor play in the first half? Yeah, and talking to Tyler and Skyler and even Dave Rose after the game, you got the sense that, uh, yeah, of course they weren't happy in the half. Down eight, 
Um, we're getting out rebounded. It wasn't looking good at the time, but BYU made some crucial adjustments, uh, especially defensively. So all of a sudden, BYU has a ton of fouls called. I think that this is because, one, the refs are terrible, and two, <laughs> that BYU was way more aggressive. So naturally, there were more fouls called. I, I asked everybody, uh, how did you overcome the foul deficit? And it was that, and my, my idea in the question was, how did you continue to score points despite that on offense? But all of their answers were related to, no, we just had to stay the course on defense. And Corbin Kafusi fouls out. Ryan Andrews has three fouls like in five minutes. But BYU stayed the course on defense. They continued to be aggressive. And what happened was they got some steals, got out in transition, got some easy buckets, and then the offense started clicking. So the, BYU didn't pull back the reins. They just kept going and staying aggressive. And that's been the change the last five games is that BYU has stayed aggressive on D and they have made a conscious effort to rebound. And last night, Kyle Collinsworth had, had some man rebounds yeah, where he was yeah. going to go up and not let anyone else get that rebound. That'll be a key at Gonzaga for sure and in Vegas. BYU was out-rebounded by Portland last night, still won the game, and that's been the big, I guess, litmus test for the Cougars this season is if they can out-rebound a team, they win. They're undefeated. Well, they found a way to win anyway last night. They were out-officiated in terms of foul calls. And they were down by eight, which by far was the largest halftime deficit they had overcome this year to get a win. That has to do good things for a team's confidence, right? What was, what was the feel of the team and, and their confidence now that they approached Spokane? Right after the game, I'm outside the locker room waiting for interviews. It was crazy in there. I could hear they were going nuts and for a longer time than normal. I mean, they really appreciated what happened in that one, celebrating Tyler's uh, accomplishment, of course. But two, as a team, it's been difficult at times this year. It's been hard. But to get that win on the road, down eight at halftime, I mean, that, that was a good win for BYU. They're feeling good. Skyler Halford said, we're ready in reference to playing at Gonzaga. And we'll find out tomorrow. But you, you'd like to think that BYU is playing just about as good as they could play right now. Are you on the tourney train? It's gaining steam, bro. Are you joining the party with me yet? <laughs> I don't know yet because the NCAA tournament uh, selection committee uses the RPI so heavily, and BYU needs that RPI to take a shot, and it's going to get a shot in the arm playing Gonzaga, uh, beating Portland. BYU's got to get to Tuesday night, and then we'll see. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> on the tourney train quite yet. Like, I, yeah, I, think I don't Blue even Man. know if I will be on selection Sunday. I, of course, I hope it, but I just, like e- Eamon Brennan's thing on ESPN was uh, interesting this morning. I know everyone tweeted that out. The Cougars are a curious case because, like we discussed earlier in the week, the numbers skew both ways uh, for BYU, the RPI being uh, the biggest one against BYU, and the fact that they got swept by Pepperdine and San Diego, or lost San Diego, all that. I don't know. They're going to have to show well against Gonzaga at a minimum. They can't get beat by more than 15 to me. you got to think happy thoughts, bro. It's like Peter Pan, you know, you try to fly. Getting beat by know. less than 15 is a happy thought. Just get some, some pixie dust and think happy thoughts. We will make it. We will make it. Last question for you, Jerem. Uh, I'm doing something that I've never done tonight in your stead. I am calling a BYU men's volleyball match, and I want to know, what is the one most important bit of advice you have for me as I approach the spectacle that is calling a BYU men's volleyball game in Provo? Well, first off, you're going to do great. You <laughs> called the matches for the team that went to the national championship match. You know what's up. 
If there's anybody that can do this job, it's you. I'm basically giving you a motivational speech right now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let, two things. Let Steve do his thing because he's amazing <laughs> and super funny. And then the other thing is you must drop the phrase, boom goes the dynamite. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Done. Both of those things are written down and will be accomplished tonight. Let Steve do his thing. Boom goes the dynamite. You'll be great, man. I can't wait. Hey, Jerem. Great to talk to you, man. Enjoy Spokane as well. Go Cougs. Beat the Zags. I'm bringing stuff back from Portland and Spokane for the set. Don't worry. <laughs> nice. We await it. Up next, the voice of the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Tom Hudson. Is this the best Gonzaga team he's ever seen? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Learn more at cougarclub.com. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision live on a Friday on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Big, big weekend plans, bro? Uh, you know, I got some friends coming in town, so that's about it. But then I am uh, headed to New York on Sunday. You're so. headed to New York on Saturday. On Sun- Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, like early, early morning. So I'm kind of not excited about that. I got to fly like to Seattle, then from Seattle to... Uh, uh, Yeah, I know. Just pray for me, man. You know what? There's time for you to watch BYU and Gonzaga women's basketball on Saturday, 2 p.m. Mountain Time, live on BYU TV, 4 Eastern. Huge game for the ladies. Opportunity to take down the regular season conference champs and what they hope is get some momentum heading towards the conference tourney in Las Vegas. The BYU men taking on Gonzaga in Spokane in the kennel, home to the nation's Longest home win streak and the voice of the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Tom Hudson. Tom, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, great to be here, guys. How are you doing this morning? Fantastic. Good. Let's start with this question because you are the guy to ask, is this the best Gonzaga team you've ever seen? You know, if it's not, it's really darn close. Uh, you know, I, I'm starting to lead towards yes. Uh, you know, and then the debate that we uh, that we always get into is, you know, where do you judge your success? And so, is there still time for this team? You know, if, if they got the NCAA tournament, got knocked out early, does that you know take away from what they've done? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think this team's unbelievable, and you know, we, we've really kind of laughed at you know we're sitting at twenty nine and one, you know, and their questions about whether or not this team belongs, and I've kind of chuckled at that. But yeah, it's it's a team that seems to have. You know, I mean, just a lot of talent, a lot of experience, and a lot of depth, and, and great chemistry. And people say that all the time, but, you know, you look at this team, and these guys really get along. And, uh, you know, I, I just point to last night, you know, we're playing San Diego, and, and you guys have seen San Diego enough now. You know that low possession, kind of grinded out game you yeah. get into. You know, hey, we had, you know, Kyle Wilcher, who just went for 45 a couple weeks ago, right? So he's two for five. Kevin Pangos goes one for seven. So your two leading scores are three for 12. Uh, and you still win a game by 20. And, and for me, that tells you how special this GU team is, that you know, even with your, your two guys getting uh, held down a little bit, other guys are able to step forward and, and do more than enough to help you win a game. Tom Hudson with us on BYU Sports Nation. Personally, I think it's silly when, t- when certain national prognosticators try and argue against Gonzaga that they don't deserve a number one seed. For crying out loud, their only loss was in overtime or a close game at Arizona by three, a game that... You know, you probably should have won. Gonzaga feels that way. So in my mind, they deserve a number one seed, absolutely. Now, in Spokane, what, what are the fans saying up there? What is the case for Gonzaga to absolutely be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament? Well, you know, it's interesting because I, I think the fans just kind of have the, you know, the same feeling. And Coach Few and I have talked about this a little bit. You know, he, he's saying 
that he doesn't really care if we get a number one seed. He's like, hey, a number one and number two. His concern is is that people are, are hating the team and, and, and trying to pull down the team when it's the process. I mean, there's no rule in NCAA basketball that says you have to be from a Power Five conference to be a number one seed. You know, and, and so, you know, his thing is if you want that, then change the rule. But you can't argue against a team that's 29 and one. You know, like you said, that you know only lost overtime to a top 10 team. Um, you know, you, could you argue for one of those other teams in the top five or six to be a number one seed? Absolutely. You know, I don't know that anybody here is saying that GU should be 100 percent unequivocally, without a doubt, a number one seed. But I do think that you know we should be in the conversation. And more than just in the conversation, you know, on the fringes of the conversation, but right in the conversation, you know, explain why we shouldn't be. And, you know, and I laugh because this GU team, I think, has a lot of similarities to, to BYU. Uh, and you look at the way that we've closed our last couple of games, and I think you look at how BYU closed last night. You know, the ability to score and the ability to take over games. Yeah, our, our first half was ugly last night, and it wasn't a particularly well-played first half. But, you know, you go on a 13 to nothing run to take the lead and then finish the game, you know, outscoring them 19 to 4. Uh, you don't play a particularly solid game and you win by 20. And, and I think people just lose sight of it, don't see the games on a regular basis, uh, you know, exactly how hard it is to, to just win basketball games, period. And so, you know, I think people up here would be excited to have a number one. I think that, you know, Coach Few would like to have a number one, but he's fine because, you know, we went through it those, uh, you know, two years ago and everybody kept, you know, bagging on us for, you know, how's Gonzaga here? And I think the pressure got to our players a little bit was, yeah. you deserve to be here, deserve to be here, you know, and, and it went on and on and on. So, you know, I think a one or a two, uh, you know, the program would be happy with, but let's be honest, it, to, to be able to tell people that you were a number one seed two of three seasons uh, would be pretty special as well. So, you know, I, I think that there's some hope that it, it does happen. Tom, regardless of where they get seeded, how far do you think that they will uh, be able to go into the tournament? No, I think this team has a has a run in them. Now, I've said that before, but this team, I think, with the experience, you know, having a guy like Kyle Wilcher, who you know has the national championship ring, um, you know, I think uh, says a lot. You know, Byron Wesley joining the team, he does some things that we haven't really had anybody be able to do in our history. You know, he gets into the paint, he makes off-balance shots, he, you know, has a knack for grabbing big rebounds. You know, those those are things that I think really add to a group with uh, with Kevin Pangos and Gary Bell Jr. You know, those guys have, have made, gosh, I want to say together, 260 games. Wow. Uh, you know, that, that's a lot of experience. Yeah, it's unbelievable in, you know, two four-year starters. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. They've won now uh, 116 games. They're the winningest uh, senior class in school history. So you've got that experience, and you add a couple of guys. Um, and then, you know, with Wiltshire, his ability to, to, to score the basketball when you really need it. You know, I think uh, over the last couple of years, maybe we've lacked that a little bit. Hey, it's it's go time. We absolutely need a guy who wants the ball, who can score it. Uh, Pangos can, uh, but not necessarily always get his own shot, you know, and, and Wiltshire can really do that. So, you know, I, I think that this team has the, the experience, and you add some guys that uh, that bring maybe a different dynamic than we've had. And, and it's a sneaky defensive team. You know, I mean, we're not going to go out and necessarily press you for, you know, for 40 minutes and make things happen, but a pretty good back line with Karnowski back there. So I think, you know, they can win a game where maybe they're not scoring it. So I think they've got a chance to, to make a deep run, and, and I hope that they do, you know, for the kids' sake. And, you know, it's funny for you guys, right? You, you follow your program so closely, and, and that's part of it, right, is that you just want everybody to get off their backs. I mean, they work so hard, and, they, they, you know, they do so many good things. And, I mean, what's BYU? You've got 22 wins right now, and people are questioning, you know, same thing, do they belong, do they not belong, what's, you know, what's going on. 22 wins is a heck of a season. 
you know, and, and you like to see the guys get rewarded for that. So, so hopefully our guys are able to win some and, and get some momentum coming up here uh, in March. You bring up 22 wins for BYU, and the Cougars will take on Gonzaga in the regular season finale of the West Coast Conference in Spokane tomorrow. Is the West Coast Conference a two-bid league with BYU, in your opinion? Boy, I'd, I'd like to think so. I, you know, the, the league is interesting this year, isn't it? I, you, you almost wish that a, a couple of other teams could find some traction. Um, and that's been the thing. I know that the RPI in the league is up a little bit from what it what it has been, uh, but from night to night, you really just don't seem to know what's going to go on. You know, when, yeah, I thought Portland was going to be a really good team this year, and they've struggled some. And you know, Pepperdine had that nice run at the beginning of the season, and they've stumbled a little bit. You know, it would have been nice to have maybe one or two more teams that would have been you know top hundred RPI teams. Uh, you know, maybe even top you know. 60 or 70 RPI teams to, to really get the league a little more attention. Uh, I, I think that's the one thing that, that probably is, is hurting BYU a little bit in this bubble talk is just the respect. You know, I think our strength of schedule out of conference was 16. I think BYU's was 17. Yeah. Um, and then I know our, our strength schedule now sits at 77. You know, and, and so unfortunately you can't really control that, and that's the part that's uh, a little bit difficult. I mean, I'd like to think if BYU is able to win a few more games, they've got a really good chance of getting in. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think that's a really good basketball team. So I, I hope that's the, the case. Uh, you know, and I, I don't think St. Mary's, unless they win uh, down in Vegas, has a chance. I think BYU's resume is a lot better. So, uh, yeah, I think BYU's got a, got a decent shot. It's been kind of fun to watch, and all these prognosticators, you know, have had them out and now – you know, you reel off five straight wins, and uh, we're starting to see BYU up there again. So uh, hopefully uh, it becomes a two-bid league because, um, you know, I, I think hopefully one of these days the WCC is going to get a little bit of respect. Tom, what will it take uh, for BYU to beat Gonzaga on Saturday? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, and, and, you know, the, the funny thing for us, we were laughing last night in our post-game show. You talk about two polar opposites. You know, we're, we're in a game where, uh, you, you know, I mean, we've scored nine points ten minutes into the game, which is almost unheard of for us. Uh, and then uh, there might be nine points scored in the first 90 seconds, you know, for us uh, when BYU comes in. And it'll be interesting because I know our guys are a lot more excited to play that, that tempo uh, that BYU plays than, than the San Diego tempo. So it's going to be interesting. And I've been thinking about that. We talked about it a little bit last night. And I think for BYU uh, – to just keep pushing to you, you know, and, and to, to make shots. I mean, obviously that's the easy one, but, um, you know, I, I thought in, in Provo, BYU had a really good chance to win that game, and then, you know, Gonzaga was able to make some plays. And that's the thing that I think is so difficult. You know, like I said, with, with so many guys on the roster that can score and, and they can do things, um, you have to kind of hope that almost two or three guys really have off games, um, which we haven't really had this year. Yeah. So, you know, I think if BYU is getting up and down the floor and, and making shots, but GU's comfortable. I mean, we would prefer to play like BYU. We'd, we'd prefer to be in the 80s, you know, not playing in the in the 50s and 60s. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe just run GU out of the gym if that's possible, but uh, this team <laughs> likes to get up and down the floor. So I, I do know it's going to be so much fun. We're looking so forward to it and, and just, uh, you know, an up-and-down game. I mean, some of these games in league we've had here lately have been really low scoring, so uh, we're looking forward to a team that wants to come in here and just flat-out outscore us. It's as simple as running Gonzaga out of their own gym where they hold the nation's longest home win streak. Super simple. Exactly. So not, so not that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, great to talk to you. Uh, enjoy the call tomorrow, and we'll talk to you in the future. Hey, sounds great, guys. So great talking to you. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. What does BYU need to do to beat Gonzaga tomorrow, in your opinions, Members of BYU Sports Nation at Labman58 says, beat the Zags by playing nasty from the tip-off on. Shoot 50% 
and don't turn the ball over. Second time we've seen don't turn the ball over. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at cougarclub.com. And, of course, welcome to the club. All right, Brian, put on your coach's hat. I'm ready. It's Coach Belo next giving his pep talk to the Cougs. BYU Sports Station, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. My name is Spencer, teamed up with Brian Logan. The West Coast Conference Tournament for a fifth consecutive year will be brought to you largely from BYU TV and BYU Radio. Twelve games, eight on the ladies' side, four on the men's side. BYU Sports Nation will also be live from the Orleans Arena six days from now. Do not miss it. Your home for the West Coast Conference Tournament coverage. You know what I want to see in Vegas, Brian? What's that? Skyler Halford continue to ball out in conference play, and that brings us to an amazing stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 51.5. Skyler Halford is shooting 51.5% from three-point land in West Coast Conference play. 34 of 66 from deep. Wow, mom. From three-point land, (laughs) 51.5. Baller, man. I, I like the confidence, right? Just, oh, oh nobody's open. Okay, I, I got it. I'm going to shoot it. But he's making it, though, so you can't really blank. Like, I can't get mad at you. Okay, you've got Skyler in the locker room or with the rest of BYU basketball. I want you to put on your coach's hat. I want you to give them the pep talk of pep talks to beat okay. Gonzaga. All right, here I go. So look here, look here, fellas. Gather around, gather around, gather around. Take a knee, take a knee. Put your, put your Gatorade down, put your water down. Got something to say. I need you guys to all... Look at yourselves in the mirror. Look at yourselves eye to eye and do some soul searching. Deep drill down and search for that soul. Because this is going to be the toughest challenge that you guys have faced all year. Yeah, you guys have been through some ups. You guys have been through some downs. But you guys overcame those challenges. You guys overcame those trials. But you didn't do it alone. You were with your brothers. You were with your teammates. And you conquered them with each other. So if there's any other reason tonight why you want to play hard, look to the guy to the left of you. Look to the guy to the right of you. Do it for them. Play hard for your brother. Play hard for the guy that you bled with, that you sweat with, because there's no other, there's no greater, greater experience than fighting for and laying down your life for somebody that you bled and you sweat with. Do it for your teammates. Do it for your family. And most of all, do it for Brigham. That's what I would say. <laughs> Vine it. Send it to all the BYU basketball players. I'm ready to go, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. By I'm the ready way, to go, too. BYU Gonzaga, bubble gold, according to Joe Lenardi of ESPN, which tells me one thing. If BYU wins, it's improbable. But if they win, they're in, baby. They're in. I, I'm they're down in. for that. Thank you. Thank positive. Up next, Sounds of the Week and your Cougar Whip Around. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Now it's time for one of my favorite things. Sounds of the Week! We've made huge strides in many different areas. And I feel like our, you know, every, everyone on our team is 
giving contributions, and so, and I and I think we're better on the defensive end. But the one thing about Tyler is that he's not going to force it. He's going to play his game. He's not going to worry about you know necessarily the record. He wants to go out and help his team win. Uh, it was very tiring. I mean, mentally and physically, but I mean at the same time, it was, it was a unique experience. Not a lot of people get to go to the combine, so you know, I was just real grateful. The reality of things, we're not trying to sugarcoat it. We feel like we can still compete with anybody. And you know, when you look at it, it's it's crazy how the season goes when you lose a few in a row. But the positive thing is is we can change it Thursday and Saturday. For him, he's got positional size. Uh, I'm impressed with uh, his ability to find people, and he can play in different positions in the court. Fortunately, when when I was there, my four years, we were never on a bubble like this team was, you know, because we were always top 15, top 20. You know, we were always. We are all- Will you just do me one favor, just one time, I want you to say, I'm the man. <laughs> I'm the man. Yes! yes! That is the perfect way to end that Sounds was. of the Week. Tyler Hodge, Jimmer Fredette, Alani Fua, Jonathan Tavernier, all part of that. You know what we haven't done yet, Brian? Countdown to the Cornhuskers. Yeah, you kind of did it with me, dude. I did it. I did it, yes. man. I, I was scared because I don't know if we're going to go 190 or 190, but... We figured it out. Dude, it's been a goosebump Friday, man. Between Taysom Hill wearing his uniform, getting ready for football, spring ball around the corner, Tyler Haas breaking the record, BYU at record Gonzaga. Man. Dude, I'm, I'm ready to your, play. Your man. speech, Coach Bilo's speech. Dude, I, I got to go like jog around you know, the building a couple times. <laughs> I got to calm down, man. I'm ready to play. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health and Unit Most, DexterLaw.com. And it goes to the man. Tyler Hawes for breaking Jimmer Fredette's all-time scoring record. Of course. That's outstanding. I mean, just fantastic. Oh, by the way, Cody Hoppin signed with the Montreal Alouettes, the CFL. The receiver taking his game north of the border. Bye, congrats, Cody. What does BYU need to do to beat Gonzaga tomorrow? Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN at BYUFreak15. A member of our crew says, BYU needs to get some rebounds and play some tough defense. Rebounds. Focus on the rebound. That's it, right? That's it, to me. Thanks to Tyler Hawes, Tom Hudson, everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, Jerem Jordan. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN. For Brian, I am Spencer. Shout out to Kevin Woodbury. Do it for Brigham. BYU Sports Station back to work on Monday. Beat the Zan.